Welcome back to Arab American Psycho. This week's guest is none other than my one-time co-host and bestie and creative. <laughs> this is this is this is getting drawn out. It's Maria. It's Maria Alia. Hi guys. It's Alia. Maria Alia. Alia. I never say it like that. I say Maria. What do I say? Maria Alia. I say Maria Alia. I don't know. Anyways, I'm a um, freelance creative. Um, recently. A creative consultant. It's true. I did describe her to someone today as a creative consultant. Um, and just overall creative. <laughs> I would say Whatever that means that you are an artist. I actually am not like I'm. I'm not bad at painting art. and art. I'm really not. I sculptures, not sculptures. Pottery, drawing. Okay. Could you draw me like one of your French girls? I could definitely draw you, but it, it would probably be bad. I haven't drawn in a really long time. Hmm. But I used to, uh, art class was my favorite class. Same. Is, yeah. 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 Like, what is that? Type B shit? Well, I'm definitely type A, so that's. Oh, but you have, like, the type B creativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the type B creativity. Yeah. And also, like, I just like expressing myself. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to just, like, um, do you ever used to, like, draw on your shoes? Um, did I? No, I don't think I did. I think I, well, I think one time I did like a checker print. Oh Ooh, my, that's, that's yeah. edgy. Cause you were a punk rock kid. I, yeah, I tried to be, I really wanted to be one. It's just like my mom wouldn't let me be one basically. Don't you hate when that happens? When yeah. You want to be a punk rocker and your, when your like- mom just won't let you be a punk rock chick. <laughs> but no, like I was, I really wanted to, uh, dye the tips of my hair black. Mm-hmm. I really wanted like the studded belts, but I could only get like like, the most punk I was allowed to get was, like, the ones with the silver rings. And that, to me, is still, like, mind-boggling because, like, the studs are harmless. Yeah, like, what are they going to do? Oh, my God. Do you remember, like, the little um, jelly, like, bracelets? spiky? No. Well, the bracelets, too. Yeah, but the yeah. spiky, like, little earrings. Like, it was like a... Like a I know exactly what you're talking about. And they, they made, like, all the jewelry in this weird, like, jelly, jelly gummy, yeah. neon. And it, like, looked, like, spiky. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Like, I love that. little that. stud look. That I, was your vibe. I had that. I had yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I had a lot of the bracelets. Yeah, the, those ones. And then, like, everyone's like, oh, this means you, uh, yeah, you did very you, terrible things. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, literally, they're like, that means you gave a blowjob. And I'm like, I just, it's pink. It's cute. <laughs> I liked it. I know. I layered so it. I thought that was a good thing. I think that there was, like, um... Another generation of kids who also, they were like silly bands, but I never oh, understood yeah. silly bands. That was like, they're like shaped like animals. I only know this because of like, it was like, I think the same generation as like, ta- like Tottic. Yeah, yeah, Layla. yeah. Like same, like that was like Lily's generation. And like, I remember she was like, and this one means like, you kissed a boy. Oh, or, like they had meanings too. I just yeah. knew that they were like d- shaped like dinosaurs. Yeah, and, that's like, right. Like, how are we taking these adorably <laughs> shaped animals and turning them into something? Yeah, like kind of messed up. Dirty. But yeah, um, for those of you who don't know, since like, I feel like my introduction maybe wasn't thorough enough, but... Yeah. If you don't know, Maria, she's been on the podcast before. She was on, um, I feel like, an iconic episode, Not Your Token Hijabi. It's still a fan fave. Which number was that? Was it three? I think so. I think it was like... Or maybe five. So it was, yeah, maybe the fifth one. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was a really good episode. Yeah, and then I also co-hosted um, it's true. an episode back in September. Called We Met on the Internet. Yeah. So if you guys want to hear more from me... Ooh. I think that was my phone. If you want to hear more from me, go watch those episodes or listen to them. Watch them. Rather. <laughs> no, we want you to watch them. We want you to find a way, figure it out. Oh, but I wish they could have watched us while we were doing those. I'm would have been super comical. glad they didn't. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm glad they didn't. Especially the, the last one from September because. Oh my God. You were like sitting on the floor. Yeah. It was a lot. You were sharing a microphone. We were eating Pinkberry. Yeah. We actually were waiting for pizza right now. It could arrive at any moment. Yeah. And also if you guys hear some weird, like kind of like 
like that noise right there that like it's rain dropping it's like rain hitting we'll try my to edit it out hitting my ac unit so oh yeah i forgot to mention we're we're in maria's apartment in brooklyn yeah we are here in brooklyn it's a rainy night it's a cold night it's pretty emo yeah but we decided you know what Nora's flight got delayed so we might as well record a podcast it's true it's true i literally brought my podcast equipment it's so funny because i wasn't planning on bringing it and then actually camly maria's sister was like nor you should really bring it with you you never know and i was like fine so i just like threw it in my backpack and yeah my every time i come to new york my flight gets delayed like my departure flight like there's i don't other than the last time when we hung out with emma chamberlain (laughs) You like how I'm just saying we hung out with Emma Chamberlain, not that we freakishly we stalked her. And nor you really make us sound like psychopaths on this fucking podcast. <laughs> Here's the thing: no one stalked Emma Chamberlain. We got invited to an event where Emma Chamberlain was one of the hosts, and be- and as you know, we just said hello to her. Yeah, as you do. We didn't just stalk really, her. She was cute and sweet. She actually was really sweet. She was. I liked her, and she looks exactly the same way she does. Like I feel like she was tall though really tall she was taller than i thought yeah yeah but then again like i'm short so like everyone is tall that's true you are a little short yeah a little short yeah that one time you wanted your flight to be delayed so badly and it wasn't but like every time other than that my flight gets delayed so basically um i was being a little whiny crybaby about it and talking about how i'm so sad that i'm not gonna get home until like three o'clock in the morning which is not good for someone who's like me and likes to sleep early even though i feel like Anytime I'm in New York, suddenly I have, like, a spur of energy and I have the ability to stay up until, like, 2 a.m. Yeah, dude. It's true. <laughs> Wild and crazy. 2 a.m. Like, last night, we, we went to bed at 2 a.m. and that was, like, early. Mm-hmm. I would say that's definitely, like, more than ever, um, whatchamacallit, uh, this trip, we've been sleeping, like, at reasonable hours. Oh, guys. Our <sighs> pizza's here, so we have to pause. Hold on. BRB. Guys, it's been five days, but... We got the pizza. It was delicious. And we're back. We are back after five whole days. I'm in Florida. Maria is in New York. (laughs) Yeah, we're no longer together. Um, I guess it's safe to say that the pizza was really good. It honestly was really good. What was the place we ordered from? Artichoke. Very good. 10 out of 10. If you're ever in New York, definitely try out Artichoke pizza. It's, It's pretty bomb. Honestly, I also feel like we tried a lot of food. We tried a lot of food together. I don't know why when we get together, we're suddenly like, oh, we love eating so much. Like, I know, but it's so much fun. It's like an excuse for me to like go and eat all the fun things in the city. I know, like we got hot chocolate that has like um like a blooming marshmallow in it. Like as soon as they put the marshmallow in the hot chocolate, it turns into like a beautiful fucking flower. I can't it even explain gorgeous, it. But it tasted so bad. Do not honestly. It was the worst hot chocolate I've ever had, but the marshmallow was cool. But yeah, that hot chocolate was really not great. But the hot chocolate we had that was like the Nutella one. Now that one was amazing. Wait, what Nutella hot chocolate did we have? Why am I not remembering Are it? you not? Uh, nor. It was so Wait. good. Wait, Brooke, which one was it? It was like by Union Square. And it was like some place called <gasps> Blue Stripes. Oh my God. Yeah, that was actually delicious. It was great. So hot tip. Go to Blue Stripes for hot chocolate. Don't go to Dominique Gunzel. On Hi, this is a hot chocolate podcast. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Where we just go around and try hot chocolate and tell you our thoughts and give you hot tips. Um, but anyways, yeah, so went to New York. Ray and I had a great time. Um, everyone was like, oh, why'd you go to New York? I'm like, just, just like hang out and have fun with Maria. 
Because I feel like every time I go to New York, it's like for like a thing. But this yeah. is like the first time in a while that it like wasn't for a thing and I loved it. Yeah, and you're allowed to go to New York and have a, just a little vacation time. Exactly. And I feel like me having a vacation somehow also equals me forcing you into also having a vacation, which is great. That's literally what happened. And I that's I that's the one thing I really love about people coming into town. It's like a time for me to feel like, yeah, like let's do all like the things that I wouldn't do day to day. Like go because you're in New York now. Five different neighborhoods in one day just to like get <laughs> the food and like shopping that we want to get to. Like it's fun. Because I think so, I, so, so often do I get like so comfortable in like my routine or in my areas. I, I don't like do like the exploring thing as much or I don't know. I just like go to the same restaurant spots. I go to the same, you know, few areas to hang out. But it's nice when someone's here and we can like venture out a little bit. Yeah, because like that's the thing. Like you're 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 kind of a New Yorker now. Like you actually are. So like you're not like ooh like there's this like let me go to this let me go explore this place. Like you're just like let me just go to this place. Let me that's just really live. close to me. <laughs> let me just go yeah, there. especially when it's cold, it's like very hard to like get myself. But I do love doing it when I do it. I love to like go and actually like enjoy the city. It's just most of the time I'm just too busy to even do that. So yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't, say I'm a, yeah. I wouldn't say I'm a real New Yorker though yet because word on the street is that you have to have lived here for 10 years. To I have heard that. Yeah. So I haven't even made it to the halfway mark. Um, Which I think wait. is rude because I feel very much victimized by the city. <laughs> and I just like, something out of it. <laughs> how long do you think you'll live in New York for? I don't know. It's hard to say because... I always have been saying, oh, I'm going to eventually move to LA. But then I'm like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I don't even, I just, I love the weather in, in LA. And I do feel like it's like a little bit of a more relaxed and like convenient, like standard of living. But I don't know. I just, I, I don't feel, I don't know when I'll feel ready to leave New York, but maybe in a few years. We'll see. But that's the thing. The thing. Here's the thing. I don't know why I just said thing like 75 times. But the thing is, is that I too love LA and would want to live there. The only thing is, is that it's so far. It is. It's like in another country compared to like where our families live. And like, like, isn't a flight to LA the same distance as like a flight to London for you? Yeah, it's um, it may be 30 minutes like quicker, but literally it's like five and a half hours, sometimes six if like they're going against wind or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, that's insane to me. Like it's actually crazy to me because you could go to London. Yeah, you can go to London. Paris too. I think Paris is only like six and a half hours. Wait, seriously? That's insane. Yeah, it's honestly, it's pretty crazy. Um, you should really keep working on that British accent because... Listen, Nora, I can't hear myself with these headphones in, so <laughs> I don't need you to judge. No, I, no I'm saying keep working on the accent because we're going to London. Oh, you were going to say something cute and nice. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say something nice. I like that you assumed that I was going to be an ass. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you, were, you would have been warranted if you had, you know, commented on how terrible that accent was. But thank you. No, I would say like 6.5 out of 10. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, I went to a soccer game last night. This is not juicy for anyone, but it's just hilarious for me. Went to a soccer game last night to go watch my niece play soccer, and there was this British mom there, and she was being fucking crazy. Like, she was, like, basically standing on the field, like, being, like, the true essence of, like, a soccer mom, but she was British. So she's yelling, like, come on, ladies! 
ladies, oh, wow. let's go. Yelling, screaming. And then she kept saying this word. She was like, don't let them make a muck of you. And I thought she kept yelling, fuck. And I was like, oh my God, this woman is Wait, yelling. what did she say? Muck, muck, M-U-C-K. Okay, oh. but I thought she was yelling, fuck. And I was like, why is she yelling this? Also, that sentence makes no Wait, sense. Like she said, don't let them make a muck of you. Are you sure yeah. it was like mug, like M-U-G? No. No, trust me, she was saying muck. Oh, it sounded It sounded like fuck. Because, like, like I, I, I don't think you've watched uh, Love Island, but on Love Island, like, it's <laughs> such a common phrase. Like, he thinks I'm a mug. He's trying to make a mug of me. Like, all that kind of shit. But I guess, like, probably in other in other towns with different dialects, that's probably, like, the, ver- the same word, but, like, a different version. Because the way she's using it sounds like the same way they use it. Wow. Also, your Love Island knowledge, who knew that it would come in handy? Because that actually, maybe it is, like, just, like, a different, like, yeah, dialect. Yeah, yeah. Like, they say it, like, more colloquially, like, yeah. mug instead of muck. Wow. Honestly, Love Island is a great show. <laughs> it's so good, Nora. And I can't believe you you are so against it. I don't like reality TV. If I want to watch reality TV, I'd rather watch like a vlog on YouTube. Is that weird? Oh, there's no vlog that can compare to Love Island. I'm telling you right now. I don't know. I just, I can never, I can't get into it. Like I've tried to get into like, uh, like I tried to get, uh, it was a bachelor, which is like garbage, but like, I just, I can't get past the fact that I know that they're all active. No, no, no. The bachelor is okay. Let me just tell you right now, <laughs> Love Island versus the bachelor. They are, absolutely there's nothing in common with the two shows the way that they're created and produced and like there's no acting on love island like it's not and they don't they don't have like a camera crew with them it's it's like hidden cameras in this house that they're in so like everything you see is actual like um you know exchanges like real conversations and oh i can't talk with these what's, what's, real what's, conversations and stuff <laughs> what's the premise of the show though well the premise is if you make it to the to the end as like the final couple the final strong couple you get to win i think you win fifty thousand euros okay sorry i was drinking water and um but like the thing that makes it so great is just like the show is just so ridiculous and like the way that they like the whole point of it is like love island to find love but like it's not really and like the show constantly throws things in the mix to like create drama between the couples and like break basically break people up like there's like a evil there's a week in every season where like the girls go off to a different house and then a bunch a whole new group of new girls come into the original house and like each like the girls and the guys all get tempted by new people who join (gasps) Yeah, and Wait, like it's actually really fucked up. I want to watch that. Yeah, and then like after like the weekend ends, the 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 girls are like come back to the house, and when they come back, like, if they ended up pairing up with somebody new, like their you know their former whatever boyfriend. Not, I mean, they're not like actual boyfriend, but like their yeah, former yeah. pairing. We'll see it, and it's just like drama and fun and trash TV. But it's like I would say this is the it was it's like the best trash TV, the best version. Like, I can't even watch The Bachelor anymore. I used to watch The Bachelor to help me fall asleep. It's, this isn't even, like, me being, like, funny or, like, It is, like, it is actually, like literally a, a show to watch to fall asleep because it's so boring and terrible. And it's the same, like, the host is just, like, reiterating the same 75, yeah. like, seventh, like, over and over, like, you'll never believe what happens. America's never seen this before. And he's so like, serious about it. It's like, dude, can you crack a joke? And that's the thing about Love Island. Like, the announcer guy, he's, like, this hilarious, like, I think he's Scottish, like 
famous announcer from the UK. Anyone who's listening from the UK is probably like, Maria, like they know who he is. He's like a really famous (laughs) guy. Sorry, guys. I really don't know his name. Oh, I think it's Ian something. Ian Ian Sterling. Definitely Scottish. Definitely. Yes. um, He's hilarious. He like, he like just like makes banter like, and like makes fun of it all. Like as he's talking about the episodes, I don't know. It's not like, like bachelor's so serious they're like see that thing yeah i love i like that yeah it's like they know this is bullshit it's just like for your purely for entertainment like it's not like oh they're gonna be in love forever and they're gonna get married and this is engagement time like no but here's my question because this is my problem with like watching most tv shows it's very rare that i can watch a tv show that like holds my attention where i'm not gonna like end up like fucking scrolling on instagram texting someone uh like online shopping or like scrolling through tiktok mm-hmm. for like seven hours yeah well i think the thing about love island that i really like is that you you can do those things but still like watch like it's a show that you can watch in the background a little bit and you still like enjoy it okay because it's not See, like, that's the thing. Really i like shows like that yeah i like that too can you believe that we used to just like sit down and watch tv shows and like give it our full attention honestly no like, but also, isn't it kind of sad that, like, we actually are, like, I'm, like, incapable of watching something and just fully focusing. I mean, true. Honestly, very true. Even when it was, like, when Game of Thrones was just on, I it's, like, my favorite show, and I was so, yeah. every episode, so excited. I still, like, would find myself wanting to get on my phone. Same. And I would try to stop myself at the same time because I'm like, wait, no, I'm going to miss Because you're giving like, attention during Game of Thrones. Like, yeah, and like, and it's so, there were so few episodes left. I wanted to like cherish every moment, but mm-hmm. I still like just out of habit wanted to pick up my phone. Also, I think that's why I like watching shows that require me to pay attention. Now that I think about it, like, those are, that, that's why like I mainly don't like reality TV and shit like that because it's so easy for me to be distracted. And sometimes like I just want to like, I mean, I could, should probably read a book or something, but I just like, want to focus on one thing. Yeah, I, I wish. Yeah, I want to do more of that as well. I think it's just something that we haven't done in a while. Yeah, and that's like the point of these things. Like, we're it's supposed to take your attention. I don't know why we try to distract ourselves from it as we're literally. Yeah, we're literally distracting ourselves. Yeah. from a distraction with another distraction. Yeah. What? Oh, speaking of distractions and like entertainment. Yeah. Um, remember I went to see that movie Parasite, like right after you oh, left. How was it? It was incredible, Noor. Like actually incredible. Uh, I you have to watch it. It's not like a horror movie, by the way, which I don't know why I assumed. I, I assumed it was not like, scary. It's not. I mean it's it's sad and it's a little it's slightly disturbing, not disturbing to a point where like you wouldn't want to see it. Yeah, yeah. But it's like very oh, it's it's so good. Like I think that was the first movie I've watched in a really like I can't even remember. I, I don't know. That might be the best movie I've ever watched. Wow, um, that's actually really intense. And now I think I'm going to watch it on... Yeah, I think I'm going to watch it. It was just so great. But it is all in Korean, which I didn't even realize that until what? I was there. So you have to read subtitles. But like, I know that sounds that's annoying, fine. but it was great. It was great. It was so good. Um, and then I found out that the the guy... I guess he's the director. I don't know if he's... Well, he's the filmmaker of that film. He is extremely famous in Korea and makes really all his movies are supposed to be just as thought provoking and like interesting and, and juicy. Um, and this one's actually supposed to be his least, um, appraised. He like, this is not even supposed to be his best one. So now I'm like, okay, I need to get into it. 
you literally said it's the best movie you've ever watched, and it's like literally his worst yeah. movie. That's actually really hilarious. Yeah, I was talking to a, um, this girl who's Korean yesterday, and she was. I asked her if she'd seen the movie because she like you know she's very like in touch with her culture. Yeah, and she was like, "Oh, I haven't seen it yet," but she's like, and then she was telling me about all his films and how like she just told me all about him, and I was like, "Okay, I really want to." I really want to see what else this guy made because it was so good. It was so good. You're, you'll like it, Nora. I want to watch it, but I feel like anytime I try to suggest like a serious movie at the movie theater, everyone around me is like, no, let's watch this like funny movie. Oh, but it's not so. super serious though. Like it's funny. Okay. It's fun and funny at the same time as being like dark. Not, it's not super dark, but like it is, nah, maybe it is kind of dark, but not dark in like a horror film way. It's more I just like, lying like, like, it was real- a comedy. Wait, what'd you say? I said, I'll just like lie and be like, oh, I heard it was a comedy. Let's go watch yeah, it. I mean, honestly, the first half of the movie is like a con- comedy, so you won't be lying. I also love watching movies where I actually have never seen a trailer and don't know anything because I've never, I don't know anything about it. I've just heard people say, oh my God, I just watched Parasite. It's so good. Like, That's on Instagram. Me. Like, I didn't, I never watched a, a preview or a trailer for it before, and I really had no idea what it was about. I just knew that people loved it, so I was like, okay. But yeah. That's my little uh, movie recommendation for the podcast. I think that I'm going to watch till on Thanksgiving. Um, I'm going to have dinner with like my sister's in-laws family. That's where my whole family always goes. But which I don't know, I kinda, green. Oh, okay. But like, I kind of want to stay there all day. And like, I feel like I might go to the movie theater because I love going to the movie theater on Thanksgiving. Like it's empty. It's such a best. It's the best. Is it empty though? I feel like it's sometimes kind of packed because people are like done with Thanksgiving and they're like, let's go see a movie because there's nothing else to do. That's true. So I feel like sometimes it is, but like for some reason there's this one movie theater around me that's always empty on Thanksgiving. So uh, my sister wanted to take her kids to watch Frozen and I think I'm going to go watch um, Parasite. You should. Maybe you and like Lily should go watch Parasite. Lily's spending Thanksgiving with her husband's family. Oh, you like how I'm trying to like plan yeah, yeah, out your yeah. Thanksgiving. I'm like, hmm, maybe you should use this uh, niece. <laughs> yeah, I like check my phone. It's like at 4 p.m. <laughs> you're doing this. Um, but you, are you going home for Thanksgiving? I'm going to Dallas. I'm going to go because Camley, I think, only has like a day or two off, if I remember correctly. And that's why we're all like going to go there. For that's really fun i love dallas me too i'm so excited because i'm gonna go on monday actually so i'll have like quite a while there and i'm gonna definitely do some vintage shopping you have to you absolutely have to because they have really good vintage wait are you guys gonna see the 1975 because i heard we're on the street it's oh my god yeah camley was texting about that we i didn't buy a ticket or anything but like i'm pretty sure <laughs> like, we'll end up doing that or something guys i just want to let everyone know that the last time i went to dallas I went there because obviously to hang out with Marie and her sisters, but then also there was a 1975 concert. So I get there the day of the concert. Oh, I bought my ticket. My Sarah has her ticket. Camly has her ticket. Maria <laughs> never bought her ticket. Well, the thing is like, I kept meaning to buy it. Every time I would get on like stub <laughs> or whatever, to, like buy it. I don't know why for some reason I would get distracted or like, I just would never check out. And then literally like three hours before the show started, we were like having dinner, like getting excited. And then I go home and change for the show. And then I was like, oh my God, guys, I never bought my ticket. And then I go to fucking buy my ticket. And the ticket prices are, how much were they? Like 300? I had to pay like goddamn $300 for the, for fucking the 1975. You guys, you guys paid what? Like 80 maybe? 
I think I paid like 120, but I bought my ticket like two days before. Yeah. Which is still pretty cutting it close. Which I mean, like, it was, it was fine. Like, I love that. Like, I no, it was worth it. I it was, wanted it was to really go. Fun. And I was just like pissed because l- that morning when I, when I first meant to check out, I think the tickets were like 120 or something. So that's so annoying, honestly. That's going. actually. But that's happened to me so many times. Well, not so many times, but it's happened to me more than once. <laughs> and I just think I have an issue. I have a problem. If I want to go to a show, I should. And that's my thing. I never like plan things out far enough in advance, like for it to be, you know, feet like fiscal. I'm just always the last fiscal. minute. And it's like, dude, I don't know. Today, my, my vocabulary and my speech is just, it's off. But anyways... I like the word fiscal. It's a fun word. I don't think anyone's ever used the word fiscal on my podcast before. Well, today we are going to talk about the fiscal year of 2019. Oh my God, can we not? Actually, yeah, it's definitely not. <laughs> but yeah, I just need to learn to plan things out in advance and like buy tickets in advance because... Oh, don't worry, honey baby. I'm gonna, I am don't know why I called you honey baby, but don't worry. I'll help you with that because we're about to book a flight somewhere and I'm going to pester you about it incessantly oh god i hate when people pester me i feel like that actually makes me do it i know last there's wait longer over time there are certain habits about maria that i've like picked up on and like the number one thing that like gives you deep anxiety is someone being like so hey do you want to book like this thing like that's what i think that's what it comes down to like i feel like but like i'm the opposite like it gives me anxiety to not book the thing like, do you know what I mean like yeah I mean I, I wish I was I wish that I mean I feel like that's the way you should be I think it doesn't make sense for me to like not want to book it <laughs> like when we make the I think I'm just very indecisive I always think like oh but I don't know what's gonna pop up and it's true, it's I, true. or I'm like okay maybe the the tickets are gonna be cheaper tomorrow or I don't know I don't know and I I'm a very procrastinating person which is another negative trait of mine where I really do love to push things to the last minute and I love the pressure of like the moment I don't know in a way it's just more exciting <laughs> and, and here's the thing I I actually understand like I hear you and like I kind of get that in certain aspects I do like to procrastinate because there is this added layer of like pressure that it puts on you I like doing it for like work things which is probably like, yeah. the last thing yeah, you I should mean, be doing it for well no but I feel like that's a, a bit more of a common way to be like yeah. a procrastinator is like with work or you know like those type of obligations but like I'm a pro- procrastinator in all aspects <laughs> which is not good it's not good I, I'm not proud of it but I'm I recognize it so that's the first step to recovery that's, that know? is the first step to recovery is recognizing it which um also like I feel like I need to like supplement you saying like this bad thing about yourself with like a positive thing about oh, you okay but let me yeah. just tell you guys Maria is literally the most generous person in the world and I'm, I know you hate oh, wow that was really like, nice of you no, but, like, here's the thing. She actually really is, like, I've thought about it. Like, you're nicer to me. Like, you're as nice to me as, like, my sister is. Oh, no, which her. I know. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, that's really nice. Um, but yeah, I was thinking about, like, when I was coming to New York, I decided, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I didn't realize how cold it was. That was my problem. I didn't realize how cold it was until the day before. And I had already booked a flight on Spirit for my return. And, like, I already paid for, like, a carry-on bag, which yeah. also was stupid because a check-in bag is actually cheaper. Wow. Why did you do that to yourself? No, I don't know. I'm dumb. I don't know. But also, I was thinking, I was like, oh, I don't want to have to wait to like get my bag. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And that is annoying. I'm like, I just want to like get off the plane and like jump in a car and like be be on my way, be on my yeah. merry old way. And then I realized that it was actually cold in New York, and packing with a carry on when it's cold. 
It doesn't work. It's, di- it's difficult because jackets and things. So anyways, I basically bought one pair of shoes and just stole Maria's shoes the entire time I was there. And it was it was so nice and so handy. And then I used all her skincare too. And now I want to use True Botanical skincare and it's all that I want in life. Ooh, I love how you just like ended it on the True Botanical <laughs> note. <laughs> and now I love True Botanical. No, honestly... Yeah, their stuff is great. Their stuff is really good. I feel like the closest thing I can think to think of that reminds me of True Botanicals is Tata Harper. Yeah, actually, that's very, I would say that, yeah, I see that. It's just like that very natural, clean, it has this like natural scent to it. It's a nice scent, like a... Yes, 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 yes. It's a really nice, lovely, pleasant scent. And like, it's like an, like... It's almost like aromatherapy. I don't know. Yeah, really yeah. Weird. There definitely is like aromatherapy vibes with uh, True Botanicals and Tata Harper. I don't know, man. I just was like using this fucking cleansing oil she had. And every night I felt like I was just like, like wiping away like years of trauma. I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> really therapeutic. Oh yeah, like, that's that, that really great. I'm sad that I'm running out of a lot of their, a lot of my stuff from them. But I, I did get it like last February or January. So it's probably. Oh, wow. That's probably like their, I mean, that's the thing. I have so many products and I, I'm trying to stop doing this, but I kind of like, a lot of times I'll like open a bunch of, I'll have so many moisturizer. I can't even talk. Moisturizers, serums, like all open at the same time. And so like, I kind of use like pick and choose every day, a different one, which is actually not the way to do it because then you end up having these products for much longer than you're supposed to. And like, they're not as like effective, right? They're not as effective because, yeah, they. I mean, most products have like a pretty short shelf life, like yeah, like six months. Yeah, like that's not <laughs> well, but and then after a while, like, they get weird and like chunky and like <laughs> they smell weird. But like, here's the thing. With, like organic skincare or like clean beauty because oh, yeah, they don't have parabens in them. Which, in yeah. case anyone didn't know, I love parabens, love preservatives. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, True Botanicals is actually. I, listen, okay, so I'm telling you, I started researching it like a psychopath because I've never tried True Botanicals before, so I was interested. And like, the reason why the bottle is like that color is because there are no oh. preservatives in it, and like the darker colored bottle helps the active ingredients stay active for longer because they're not being exposed to light. So uh-huh. yeah, there's no preservatives in it, which is whatever. That's fine. I don't have anything against it, but I guess it's also kind of nice when they're not there. Um, but that's why the bottles are dark. And then also like, I don't know, they're just like a very clean, very like sustainable, conscious brand. And like, um, I like that. And it one. works. And their stuff really does like, it's so nice. I really, 100%. Like it. I really like it. Like but, nothing like intense or like, you're not going to get some crazy, like, um, results like with like anti-aging, but it's like, I think it's very, it makes your skin glow, you know, like it's very, it feels very nourishing. Like it feels like, like it's you're not a, in a, your face. Yeah, exactly. It's very nourishing. And yeah, we, we recommend. <laughs> if you couldn't tell, we really like it. Oh. Um, but no, the whole, like, here's the thing about opening skincare products. It's very tempting to open like 75 different things at once. And like, honestly, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I also feel like I probably should because when a brand sends me skincare, they want me to fucking use it. But I just realized that I had so many unopened, like so yeah. many things that I open and like use like a handful of times and then they go bad and then I throw them away, which I do That's sometimes. So bad, you know, when, you when know a product is like past its shelf life, what I'll do is I'll use it on my body. Mm-hmm. You told me that before. Yeah, I remember because clearly that. I don't care about my body. I don't know. I don't know. Just because, like, we, yeah, the way that we take care of our body is just, it's not as intense as our face. 
I have gotten into the habit of actually using a body lotion when I get out of the shower, though. Yeah, I mean, like, I that's bare minimum, yeah. though. But I mean, like, we're not putting serums on our body before our moisturizer or, like, no. uh, retinoids. No. <laughs> no. Even though, okay, so when I do, like, my skincare routine at night, I have started doing this thing with whenever I use retinol on my face, I, like, take whatever's left over and I put it on the backs of my hands. You do, normally. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I do that actually like, with all my, every product. I actually kind of get a little bit more so that I'll have leftover to put yeah, on yeah, yeah. my hands and that's the other thing like I'm again a crazy person and I try to go through skincare but I also think people are weirdly precious about their skincare like oh like let me not use too much no like use all of it like because it's gonna go bad it's not gonna be as effective anymore yeah. so you might as well be like super liberal with it and if you have any leftover just like put it on your hands or your feet or your elbows or some shit like that like I agree. honestly I agree <laughs> yeah um I've been trying to like and now that I've started doing that, I'm going through products faster so I can actually try new products more often. Um, Ooh, that's smart. I, I should actually do that because I have so many products that I haven't even used yet now because I started to try not to like open them until I was done with, you know, the ones I'm using right now. So I'm going to um, try to go through them quicker. I feel like I don't want to talk about products for too long, but I just have to say one thing. Yeah. I always... I always want to like Eve's long products, but I never do. And watch them never send me PR ever again. But I really just nothing about Eve's long is exciting. I agree. I used to work at the PR agency that, um, you know, did their PR. So mm -hmm. I got a bunch of their stuff, but it was, I just hate it. I hate it. I don't think they do their PR anymore, by the way. Wait, what? I don't think, I don't think they do their PR anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah. probably not. But I hate the smell. I hate the smell. The smell is not good. And then also like, they're very like, not like they're, they're very expensive for like a very non-exciting product and like i want to like their stuff i feel like it's dated it's very dated ingredients it's, and like it's exactly the ingredients are very there. yeah basic and like there's just it's i mean if you want just like a very simple moisturizer there's no point in buying like a 130 dollar moisturizer exactly. like just go buy a neutrogena one it'll probably actually be way better Wait, uh, last note on products sorry i don't want to make this a product uh podcast <laughs> but What's the deal with La Mer? I just want to know. I can't understand why people still buy into it. I, don't like I think it. it's terrible. No, nor it's not good. It's okay. Uh, the one product I've ever tried by La Mer that I do like is they have a revitalizing oil. I like that oil, but again, not worth like $180. But still, it, it was a good oil. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, like. I'm sure it works fine, but is it worth that money? Absolutely no, it's not. not. I also, like, yeah, the, the, the cream is literally trash. It also oh, expires it. in, like, five months. I oh, literally really? got a jar. Yeah, I couldn't get through it, Maria. And then the smell of it, it started smelling like dirty diapers. Like, well, actually, more, like, it literally smells like dirty diapers from the beginning. Like, let's not even... Yeah, but it does smell bad from the beginning, but it, like, gets progressively worse. That's oh. the thing. Like, after five months, I swear to God, and then I was like, fuck, like, I couldn't even put it on my face because the smell of it was so terrible. I couldn't even put it on my body. Like I literally, I think I threw it yeah, away. The smell is so bad. I I still have like a jar of it, right? And like I kind of used it in, like when I first got it because it was my first time ever trying Lamerica, and I I was just like, what's all the hype about? Why is it a million dollars? I saw nothing that nothing happened for my skin that I liked. The smell never. I hate the smell. It smells like a grandma. It smells so bad. nothing. Nothing against grandmas, but it's like a very old we grandmas. Event. We're not ageists. <laughs> old-fashioned scent and I, I can't I cannot and it's so and like I don't like the consistency it's like very like 
like it's too thick yeah it's like play-doh like i'm not trying to put clay on my face i just want a nice moisturizer i I, i'm not a huge fan and like i i don't know why i want to like it like i get like i get i want to find a product so i got this mask it's like supposed to be like some radiance mask by lamer yeah i shit you not i have a mask by bioderma that's Uh probably 20 dollars. that's also supposed to be like a radiance mask and it works way better like a thousand times better like it's just like actually upsetting how much better the bioderma one works versus the slimera one that was like a 90 dollar mask like i don't know like i want to like lamera and i don't and i need to just give up and like stop trying because they're not good i think the thing is that they came out at a time when there was just not that many skincare options and they were able to like put that price on it and and yeah, it's like marketing. Like, yeah, it's all marketing. And like, but yeah. now there's just so many better options for such better prices that it just doesn't make sense to me. But, but I, I do, I do like, like the, like, I love the branding. I love the whole like yeah. luxury idea behind it, but it's just doesn't really work for me. Yeah. I, that's what I was going to say. Like, I do like a nice luxurious feeling cream and oil and stuff like that. But like, I wanted to also work. That's why I think recently more than ever like I actually really like Tata Harper and I feel like I was like very like trying not to like Tata Harper like because I was like oh it's so overpriced like fuck that you know what I mean but like it's actually really good and I really love it and like I have two products and I'm about to run out and I'm really upset about it because they're really expensive like literally the essence is $200 and literally the serum is $400 oh, wow. like this. wow I mean I I don't know hopefully I will manifest them into sending me more. I'm such a brat, but like, it's, it, it's so nice. Like that's the thing. It's so nice. And it's like very like effective. Like it's supposed to be like the brightening. And I do feel like my skin looks brighter when I use it. So. Yeah. And that's like, when you can see a difference, that's just like the best feeling. Yeah. Like, uh, yes. But I also feel like I have like some type of like face dysmorphia. Even that, do you feel like people compliment you on, I feel like you get it a lot too. People compliment you on your skin a lot. Do you ever feel like, mm-hmm. what's the big deal? yeah okay dude dude it's funny because it happened to me not to be like whatever but it happened to me twice yesterday and I was like and it happens to me anytime I'm on set and like someone's doing my makeup I'm I'm not kidding you without fail every single time the makeup artist will be like you have such amazing skin and I do I I know I have clear skin I don't I don't like break out but I feel like my skin is I mean I'm not saying I have bad skin but I I definitely could have better skin and it's not like I, I have hyperpigmentation in some areas and I have like, I don't know. I, I don't think I have the best skin. And it's, it's interesting when people are like, just say it out of nowhere and they don't even know if, what I do for my, like they don't follow me on Instagram or anything or something yeah. that I do skincare. So it's, it's interesting. No, that's what I'm saying. I feel like, I think I have like some type of like weird, either face dysmorphia or like, I don't or maybe like, I, I don't know what it is, but like, I was at CDS the other day. The lady who worked there was like, you have beautiful skin. And like, this happens. And it's not like you, nor you have very like exceptionally zero, like your pores are so tiny. And also I think like the texture of your skin is extremely smooth. That's very nice of you. So I think that's what it is. You know, what's crazy, Maria, is that I don't feel that way about my skin. Really? No. Dude, but like (laughs) when I think about it, I think about your cheeks. They're literally, guys, there's just like us like complimenting each other. They're literally (laughs) like milky, like just like a, like a smooth, like cream. Oh my God. Thank you so much. I put a lot of retinol there. Yeah, no, it, it looks great. I get it. I get it. But at the same time, I think there's so many people who have 
really, people, really like, incredible skin. Yeah, like to, like especially to, like I see I see people all the time who I think have better skin than me. So I, I just don't understand what the hype is all about. You know? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't. I kind of like. I really don't. I don't know. I I'm starting to think that like either people like and do you feel like sometimes when people compliment you, it's like they have nothing to say, so they just like say a compliment. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading way too much into this, and maybe I clearly just can't take a fucking compliment. I don't yeah, know what my problem I mean, is. You can't take a compliment, honestly, Nora. You're definitely reading it. Like, why are you complimenting me? Is it because you have nothing else to say? Oh my god. Um, but yeah, we're done talking about skincare. I'm sorry, guys. You know, I feel like the majority of people do like when we talk about skincare, and there's a small percentage of people who are like, oh, you talk about skincare, and I'm just like, you're a man. Oh, people I'm tell you that? They, they say that you talk about it's, skincare too much? It's only happened like a handful of times, but I swear to God, every single one of them was a man, and so oh, well, then do we sense. really care? No, because men don't even, like, not all men, but l- most guys don't even wear moisturizer. They literally wash their face with soap in the shower. I know. So, you know, my dad has a whole skincare routine, though. Wait, what? My dad has, like, an actual skincare routine. That's amazing. That's and, like amazing. she's always had a skincare routine and I didn't pick up on it until really? I was like older and I was like wait you actually have like he like will go to a dermatologist and like actually get shit from the dermatologist that is honestly so cute and incredible it's amazing because- it's really like he takes care of himself like he actually really like is into like you know like skincare and like grooming like he's very mm-hmm. like he'll never miss a haircut like he's just very like no into like I know, like he actually yeah, like, self care. He's a self care king. He really is, and honestly, his skin looks great. Like he's seventy four, and like he, I know, he like, does look good for his age. He really does. He, he really like his cheekbones are actually like upsetting, and like I want to new face my face into his face. You <laughs> really, you have those cheekbones as well, Nora. Like, oh my god, thank you so much. I always feel like um, my dad looks like the dad from Pocahontas. <laughs> <gasps> oh my god, he has the cheekbones. He does. <laughs> He does. But wait, last thing about skincare. Literally, the whole podcast is us going to be being like, the last thing. Just one more thing. Dude, I actually have a really interesting story about skincare, but I I feel like it's not, well, it's not that interesting, but I feel like, okay, whatever. I already, you know, I'm interested. I entered it, so I'm just going to go with it. But yeah. So last night, um, Nadia, to anyone who doesn't know who Nadia is, it's one of our mutual friends. She was like asking me, like, what she should, like, she wants to, like, get into skincare a little bit more. And and I was like, okay, so. Let me just give you some – I told her to try out some ordinary products just so she can start trying yeah. – like, like something that she doesn't have to invest too much in but like mm-hmm. actually like, you know, effective. So um, we just got into the whole ordinary thing because, you know, like the prices are so cheap. And like I know – I kind of knew, you know, the history of the brand but I didn't realize that the founder died this year. Oh, my God. He died? He died and he fell from a balcony. Oh, yikes. That's death. And I just think it's really sketchy because I don't also – I also don't know if you knew about, like, there was, like, drama last year. Yeah, yeah, I did. That's why I'm, like, either someone pushed yeah. him or he killed himself. He was ousted from the company. And I think that it – I think that the fact that, you know, his prices are so, like – I don't know. I think that it might be, like, an inside job with, like, like the skincare industry. Okay, Shane Dawson, go off. Wanting him out because he's <laughs> exposing them for what they are, you know? Like, they're marking this shit up so crazy. I don't know. That's just really? my little – I don't think that that's that far-fetched because – they like the ordinary actually if you guys don't know what it is it's a skincare brand where everything is like basically under 14 dollars like most things are less than 10 dollars but like they have a retinol that's actually so good six dollars i like it's it's actually like insane and like their niacinamide serum like their their serums like they have just like the most potent like ingredients like if you have hyaluronic acid 
go buy one from the ordinary. It's like super cheap. Oh my God. And then they have this overnight, this not overnight, this exfoliating peel mask that you leave on for 10 minutes. I've gone through two bottles of it. Oh, it's really? like I one of the best. One. Oh my God, Maria, it's so good. And also this is kind of gross, but like cool tip during the winter, if your feet get dry, put it on your feet. Ooh. And then it will like exfoliate your feet like really nicely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but don't leave it on for ten minutes because longer than ten minutes because your face will burn off. Oh, but no. no, like their products are actually really good. And, and, and basically, like, the way the the he, the way he founded the company, he used to work for a skincare lab, and he noticed the extreme markup on skincare products. Like, so he decided he wanted to create like he he wanted to take those ingredients in their purest form and like sell it at a super competitive price because like he could and he made bank he made 300 million dollars like in three years yeah yeah and then he started posting really weird things to the instagram yeah it was weird and then he was like he had a um i think estee lauder is like a stakeholder Mm -hmm. and they like ousted him or whatever and no, I remember when that was all going down. Like it was really weird, and like his behavior was just very like erratic, and like he just seemed very unstable. And, and he like died at age forty in January, and he fell from a balcony. And his that's insane. His uh, his boyfriend said that he thinks he fell and did not kill. He doesn't think he jumped. Dude, that's actually crazy. It could be an inside job. I mean, like, oh, let's be real. Like, I mean, he like really disrupted. He did just about money. Yeah. And like people do crazy shit when it comes to fucking making money. Yeah. And and he knows, he probably knows so much about like so many brands and like the ins and outs of everything. And like the, he knew too much. He probably knew too much, you know? So yeah, that's my We should do a whole series about this. We should. (laughs) Oh, by the way, I got my, I got my conch pierced the other day. I saw that. Oh my god. Okay. First of all, I'm so, every time I ever want to go to a cool event in New York, it happens like right after I fucking leave, and it's I feel personally I attacked. Oh, because right. you're yeah, you're supposed to be there. I know. I'm really upset, but um, okay. You got your conch pierced. It hurt really bad. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. So that's why I want to talk about it. It hurts so bad. It really <laughs> hurts so fucking bad. I I've had my tragus pierced twice, mm-hmm. and the pain of the conch was. Actually, I would say two to three times worse than the tragus. I hated it. And now it still hurts. And and what's even worse is that I had this girl <laughs> DM me, this girl I know in New York, that she got pierced by the same brand oh, no. during Fashion Week. And she got an extreme infection. And so did two of her other friends. And she oh, had no. to have her earrings surgically removed. What the fuck, Maria? Make sure you clean it really well. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm like, I can't. It, I mean, if it, if it was anyone's fault it was either the their own fault for not taking care of it or the piercer's fault like i don't think it's the brand's fault but no but i now i'm freaked out because my ear hurts a lot and i'm like okay am i gonna have to get this surgically removed i don't want to do that i think that it's normal though when you get certain piercings that it does hurt a lot for the first couple of days like i i have my cartilage pierced cartilage cartilage how do you say it which one is cartilage Cartilage. okay i had it pierced and it hurt me for like i would say like a month like a, a solid Ooh. month, like it just it just hurt. Like well, not like excruciating pain, but like it just mm-hmm. it just didn't feel great. Tender. Uh, yeah, it felt really tender. I obviously could not sleep on it. Um, and anytime something would like accidentally touch it, which is like you would be surprised how much shit touches your ear throughout the day, oh, especially okay, when you I know. I, had to put, I had to put these headphones in. Like that was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Maria! I'm so sorry. Oh. Um, but yeah, so. 
I think that it's normal, but just like keep an eye on it. Make sure it's not like turning any weird color. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's literally what I told the girl. I was like, oh, thanks for telling me. I'll, I'll definitely keep an eye out. That would make me so paranoid though. But I, I think though it's very seldom that it's the piercer's fault. It's usually like just the way you take it. It's, you know what I mean? I mean, I've had like so many piercings from so many different places that have all like, I've had at least like seven different piercings and like not exist anymore because just like my mm. ear just rejected it or it just, yeah, like it just would never heal. And I feel like that's really actually a common thing. I know a lot of people, like I have a friend who tried getting her belly pierced like three times and every single time, like it was, her body just like rejected it. Yeah. So I'm going to try to chalk it up to that, but then you never know. So if you see me in the hospital, <laughs> Um, not to bad anything. Know. No offense, yeah. but my body has never rejected a piercing. Wait, really? That's weird. <laughs> no. Well, it's not weird, I guess. I guess that's just lucky. <laughs> not no offense, but, but you know, I've, actually, all anything that I've gotten that wasn't on my lobe has eventually, like, like even if it is healed, it'll like mm-hmm. somewhere down the line start getting weird and like painful again, and then I have to fucking take it out. Like yeah, I literally yeah. did my, I did my tracheus twice. And both times, like some crazy shit happened. So um, all of my piercings are now closed, though, because Wait, I, what piercings did you have? I have like four piercings in each ear, and then I had my belly you had pierced. Four, four in each. Mm-hmm. You had your belly pierced. I really wanted my belly button pierced when I was younger. But my mom said she would rip it out. So I mean, uh, my dad. But I'm really actually, grateful that I never got it. I'm grateful now. My dad saw mine while I was taking a nap on the couch, oh, and he God. literally said to me, "I wish I could rip it out." Which he didn't. But like he said it in a very scary Palestinian father kind oh, of way. Like, yeah, that would be my dad. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, most people, when they get their belly pierced, because mine was in for a long because I got it when I was like 16. I don't know. Reem made me do it. Fuck you, Reem. Uh, she literally was like, you have to. And I was like, That's okay. So funny. Like, Reem is really, you know, she's just out of the box. She I never is. know what to expect, expect from her. You, you, you have to get your belly button pierced. Like, I could never imagine telling that to Sarah. I mean, I mean, I feel like that's maybe a reflection of who you are as a person. Uh, but yeah, reinforced me to get my belly pierced. And um, I, I mean, whatever, I just kept it in. And then one day I just thought I'm in the shower, but I had had it in for like, I'm not joking, like 12 years. Oh. And then like, but then it just like completely closed up and healed and there's like no mark and no nothing. It's actually really fucking weird. Oh. that's kind of what happened with my tragus too like it actually didn't get infected it just fell out and then i never put it back in twice (laughs) yeah twice (laughs) yeah um but yeah i don't know i just i like piercings but like i just feel like i never show my ears really so like i don't care it's true well yeah your your ears never show but when i wear it my ears do kind of show but I mean, I don't know. You know what? Piercing, to be honest, half the time when I go to an event, well, I've only been to a few where there's piercings, but half the time, love piercing. half the, time the whole time, I just want the earring. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I want yeah, yeah. And it's just like a means to the end. It's a pretty, it's a pretty earring. I wish they would just give me the earring and I could put it in one of my, one of my like already done holes, but whatever. I wish that they would give me a fucking earring. Did I tell you how, I, like, when I said, oh, I'm not going to be in town, I really was, like, trying to, like, be a little scammer and get them yeah. to send me jewelry yeah. anyway. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be there, but, like, really I would so love to uh, receive. <laughs> well, well, this is my address, actually, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write. Oh, my God, I'm such a little scammer. But, um, 
okay, I really feel like the people are dying to know. Uh People are dying to know. What are they doing? Are you shopping the Black Friday sales, Maria? Wow. Um, (laughs) Yes, I am. I definitely think I am. Um, I'm a little bit, I don't think I'm going to go as hard because I did spend some money this past month on clothing when, when I wasn't really planning to. And also I haven't, I haven't spent money on clothing in a while yeah. this month, but now I feel bad to spend too this much. There's been a lot of sample sales. Yeah. There's been a lot. There's been too many and it's, it's a lot. There's, there's a really great one going to be happening this week when I'm gone too. And I'm just sad, but also it's like, okay, no Maria, like you don't need things. Wait, what's the one that's happening while you're on? Um, it's going to be like a multi show, like a multi brand <gasps> thing. There's going to be Margella. There's going to be helmet Lang. It's going to be shoes. Mm. Um, it's just like, wait, I can't even remember the rest of the brands, but there was like good. Oh, yeah, but leaks. literally. Sorry. Oh, it's fine. I just remembered a brand that was on the roster. But, we yeah. have a problem where we talk over each other just like all the time in general life, but like in a yeah. non offensive way, just like in a two rats hanging out with each other and like fucking yeah. We're just wanting to say a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we went, I went to my first sample sale with Maria actually while I was in New York and. It honestly was like less dramatic than I feel like um, people make I thought it would be. Yeah, I've been to definitely more dramatic ones, but it's usually more dramatic when it's. I think because we went to the, you know, when we went, it was the VIP night, so it wasn't oh. the public. So it was a little bit chiller, I'd say. But yesterday, I went to the Mariam Nasser Zade. I'm saying that wrong. Yesterday, is she Arab? Is she Arab? No, she's. I think she's um, Persian. I don't, then I don't know what the pronunciation of it is. Zade, Zade. 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 I think that's how you say it. Anyways, I went to her sample cell yesterday and I went like maybe like 40 minutes after it opened for the very first time. And there was a line. Like I had to wait in a little line. And when I was in there, people were pretty like. Intense. I mean, not, not pushing or shoving, but like very close to you and like jumping <laughs> in and, and, you know, trying to like what that. you're looking at too. And it was, it was kind of, a, it was annoying, but. I don't like I got that. the great boots, so it was worth it. I think she did a bit. When you're in there, you also waited in line. You wa- you want to leave with something. You don't want to like have waited in that line and not got like not you know got something out of it. But I definitely found. I actually went in looking for these specific boots and I got them. So I'm there. That's all, that's really cool that you were actually looking for them. I like no, but that's that's 100 true because when I went to the stock sample sale with you, I had no intention of buying anything because. I don't know if you recall, my suitcase would not fucking oh, close. In fact, I had to leave a jacket at Maria's house because it just would not fucking fit. Um, but yeah, I I just bought something because I'm like I have to. Like yeah. I'm here. Yeah, like, I, these deals are too good. I, I agree, and I feel like un- unless I'm just like if I stumble upon a sample sale that I wasn't planning to go to, like yeah, maybe I won't buy anything. But if I like plan to go to it and I want, like I'm not gonna plan to go to a sample sale if I don't like the brand, you know, and from how yeah, yeah. I've done it. I'm going to leave with something. I mean, maybe that's not the right mindset, but I mean, there are good deals and there's great things. So why not? You know, that's not a a very good Fashion is your job. No, I mean, the thing is I hadn't shopped actually since, um, honestly, since July. I I really haven't been shopping like at all. And like, I, I understand though that I am at, um, I'm privileged in that I get shit sent to me, so I don't have to buy stuff. But, like, also, I kind of miss shopping. Shopping is fun. It really is. And even I do so much, like, online shopping, but I never check out. I just – I mean, a lot of people do that. But it's, like, it's nice to see the things that are out there and, like, you know, 
even discover new brands and just have things in a mental note, like just mm-hmm. to lose. it's also a great way to like not buy things on a whim because if you see something you like online, but you don't end up checking out, you'll really be able to see if you want that item later. Cause you're going to see it again exactly. and, and, or you're going to think about it. And if you still think about it and all that kind of stuff, like that happens to me so many times where I'll see something or I'll, I've been eyeing something and then, you know, take my time. Don't just buy it right off the bat. And then eventually when you realize you really want it, it's, I don't know, it's just a more conscious purchase or you realize you don't really want it or you find something similar, but a better deal or, you know, it's just, I'm such a smart shopper now. You really, you're so smart. Well, I'm definitely, I've definitely gotten a lot better. I used to be a terrible shopper, not smart. Dude, I used to buy so much dumb shit. And the reason I know this is because Whenever I clean out my closet, I'll find like remnants yeah, of like, dumb purchases. And I'm just yeah. like, who even did you think that you are, you dumb bitch? Like, yeah. why? I had a different mindset this? when it came to shopping. I, I kind of just, I wanted to have so many things for like, yes. for every possible mood or occasion. But then you realize that those don't, those moods and occasions don't happen. You're going to end up wearing the things that you just really love. Not just like, oh, I, I need to have this many white shirts, like I don't have to have, I, I just need one really nice white button down that I really love, you know? Exactly. And I also think that like, it helps to not go to like fast fashion stores because those are the places where yes. you end up buying all of this random shit. And then like, even like, okay, I went to Zara like uh, a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. It's actually when your sister was in town. Yeah. And I got two tops. I wore one of them. I like, and I hadn't been there in months. I bought Two tops wore one of them. And the other one, like, I just, I keep trying to style it. And I'm just like, I just don't like this shirt. Why did I buy it? And I'm like, yeah. I'm pretty sure I bought it because it was like, it was not that expensive. Yeah. And that's the thing. It, it's easier to commit to pieces that you don't really love. Yeah. It's so, yeah, it, it's changed a lot of my, not only my, my, my closet, but it's changed my just mindset on shopping when I, I realized, okay, I, I don't, I just don't go into those stores as much. I mean, I know that not everybody is like, is able to not shop fast. Yeah. yeah. I'm very like, conscious of that. And I do, I don't like dog anyone who's, who still shops it, but I don't know. I'm not above it. But like, if you can like weed it out or even just, you know, buy less of it or like eat, think about it as more of an investment pieces than just like mm-hmm. a quick trendy piece, then yeah, it's, you're doing better than, you know, if you're just consuming. But, and that's the thing. It's really hard to like, I feel, but I feel like once you get into that mindset, like you're in it. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not just going to buy something just to like wear it once. Like I need to know. And like that stopped me from buying so many things. Like, more. like you know your bitch ass is only gonna wear this one time do not buy it like yeah you can't buy something to wear it once that's actually crazy it's and, like, not okay the fact that that's ever acceptable is actually really wild that like there was a time in my life where like oh i'm going to a birthday party i have to go buy a new outfit oh i'm going on a trip i have to buy like all new outfits like yeah that's yeah fucking crazy yeah that's the thing like when it comes to like traveling i try to just if i'm gonna if i want some new things i try to like reach out to like um showrooms or brands like to like loan mm-hmm. pieces yeah or I'll, I'll just go to like i i do this a lot now i go to go- <laughs> there's like a goodwill near me and I know that like sounds like, oh, you're not going to really, oh, you're not going to always find something, but I do usually find a, at least two or three pieces that mm-hmm. I could add in. That's like cheap and 
but like also like unique and I don't know. I think it's just it's so much better. I used to like go to Zara, you know, before I was. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like I would oh, I'm going on a trip. Get some Let me go to Zara. What yeah. else? I still do. Like if I'm really in a bind and I I just need something really like for something Same. specific. I will go into Zara, but I, I really try not to because I, I find that I don't really rewear those pieces often and it's just not worth it. Like That's what I'm saying. And like also like this thing happens nowhere but when I shop at Zara, yeah. I buy the thing and then I just not only do I never rewear it, I never wear it, period. Like I just something about the fit, something about like I'm just like, I don't love this. I don't love the way it looks. Like I yeah. just kind and of you're just kind of done with, with buying clothing that you don't love. Exactly. That's, I think that's what it is. I'm done with putting pieces into my wardrobe that I don't love. And like, all I want is things that like, I really love and like, I want to wear all the time. And like, and that's why it's so funny. So one of my favorite stores is Brandy Melville. And I feel like Maria is just always so embarrassed because every time I go to go to New York, I'm like, oh, I have to go to Brandy Melville. I mean, I'm not embarrassed, but it's just, it's just so cute. It's cute. It's like the most <laughs> random shit, but like, okay. It's so weird. But like, Maria, like, I literally, I bought this gray top while I was there. I've worn it like three times since I've been back. Are I haven't even been back for a full week. But like, it's shit that I know I will wear yeah. all the time. And like, I can get a lot of wear out of it and like a lot of use out of it. And like, I know that it's like not the most, it's a kind of a problematic brand because they do the whole one size fits all, whatever. Yeah. And like, yeah. that's not great. But like, I just love their shit. It's affordable. And like, if you feel the fabric, you can tell what kind of shit's going to wash well and what yeah. shit is going to like get ruined in the wash. And like, it's just, I don't know. It's some of my favorite pieces, like just basics, are from Brandy Melville, which is so disturbing to say as a thirty-year-old woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's very unexpected, to be honest. I don't think that people who like who see you on social media assume that Brandy Melville is one of my favorite stores. Really good basics. They really do. Like, just like they really, they're really soft. I, I, I mean, I don't have much. I, I honestly don't think I've only bought like pajamas from them. Yeah, they have great pajamas. They, they are cute things. It's just sometimes I'm really I don't like shopping in stores that much, honestly. I noticed that. Yeah, you're not a big store I shopper. It, I really like shopping online. I do like to see things in person, but for some reason, I, I, I always talk myself out of not always, but I mean, I sometimes or oftentimes talk myself out of buying it when I'm in the store. I'm like, eh, I don't really feel like waiting in the line, or or let me see if it's like if I can get a deal online for it, or. Like, let me see where what it's going for online. That's kind of what I do. Or sometimes I'll be like, oh, yeah. let me see if I can, like, if it's an expensive thing, I'll be like, let me see what, what it's going for on eBay or the real, real. Same. Oh yeah. I check every, like, I actually yeah. am incapable of making a purchase before I like scour the internet to see where can I find like the least expensive version of this thing yeah. that I yeah, want. I really like, do that as well. Yeah, and like also sometimes like I don't even know how this is possible, but like, okay, so there are these boots by the road that I'm such a dumb bitch because when I first saw them, they were available everywhere. And I wanted them, mm-hmm. and now they're sold out literally everywhere. What are they called? But they're the ones with a zip in the front. I can't remember. They're like the leather zip front boots. Like they're like a platform leather boot with a zip. In oh the yeah, front. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know which ones you're talking about. And and they're more like tapered on the ankle, yeah, yeah. and like I just feel like, like I know myself, and I know that I will wear them. Like I know that they're oh, a pair of boots that like I'm gonna pull out every fall. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, but I'm a dumb bitch. And I didn't, well, I wasn't being dumb. I was trying to be smart about it. And I was like, more, don't just like impulsively buy these really expensive boots. Like, you should yeah. probably, but then they sold out. Um, but, yeah, that's an example um, of that going wrong. Cause that does happen. Exactly. But like, dude, the, the price varies so much. Like, like on my tree, so it's like 200 extra dollars versus like on essence.com, it's like $200 less. And I'm like, 
how is that even possible? Yeah, I always wonder. It's really, it's really confusing to me. The, I mean, I think it's like import taxes and things like that. It has to be yeah. something because it just makes no sense to me. Uh, but yeah, the thing that this is okay. So I was telling Maria this before we started recording. My plan for Black Friday is number okay. one: the only place I'm shopping is going to be Farfetch. Ooh, because because I feel like they have really good deals. Like actually, yeah, really, what, really good more, deals. But what if? What if another retailer? Just like comes out of the woodwork this year and has a better deal than Farfetch. Who? What do you know? Actually, you know what? You're, uh, you know what? I take that back. I don't think that's going to happen because Farfetch, the way they, it's like a multi, like they, they source their stuff from different stores and some of the so like online shopping stores. Every store. Yeah, you're right. Never mind. Fuck me. <laughs> yeah, like it's like you're shopping Browns. You're shopping fucking. You're shopping everywhere. Yeah. Um, but what I'm going to do is so that I could be a responsible fucking shopper and like not just you know buy things because they're cheap or less expensive i'm going to go on the website and i'm going to star all the things that i like and if they go on sale i'll buy them but if they don't go i'm not going to look at anything else i'm just going to look at stuff that i know that i like dude that's actually really smart and to be honest i want to do the same i'm gonna do the same because okay and also the thing is is like farfetch actually like i bought these um jackamus heels from there and they were $300 less than they normally call, which is like... I know. It's because they, they probably sourced it from somebody, like a, a retailer that's based in France. And then... Exactly. And, and it just... Because that's where it's like produced. But the amount of times I've worn those heels is like, holy shit, like... And they were like shoes that I'd wanted for a while. So I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm that's going to be... Because those are purchases that like I don't regret. But then but sometimes like, I don't know, like, I'll be dumb and I'll be like, ooh, Sephora has some things on sale. And then I'll buy like some random shit and then it just sits in my fucking yeah, no. closet i don't think i'm gonna be buying any like beauty um products okay. or yeah i think i'm gonna i really want to i want to buy a few things i mean i'm sure there's gonna be a ton of like spring summer type things on sale but i do want to buy a few of them because i think that every winter i really stock up on so many winter pieces that i like by the end of the winter like i i still don't have time to wear it all and then when spring summer hits, there's no special day where you're going to get like these crazy deals. Mm-hmm. So I want to like, you know, get a couple things that I'll wear like next season as well. Like that's the thing. Even as someone who lives in Florida, I think this is, comes back to me being a hijabi though. Yeah. So like, I have a lot of jackets. I have a lot of blazers. I have a lot of sweaters. Like I have a lot of fall winter pieces, mm-hmm. but not so many like spring, not as many spring summer pieces, which is yeah. disturbing because I live in Florida. So it's basically <laughs> spring summer all year. <laughs> um, but I don't know why. I just, I really, I just love jackets. I love blazers. I love coats. I, I you love really do. Way. You really are a jacket coat blazer girl. That is you. That's why it's so upsetting when I realized it was cold in New York. And I was like, and you did, Yeah, and you have so many. Yeah. I think that for me, I I'm just I started out with out of necessity, like buying coats and stuff, but now yeah. I'm like, okay, like this is a lifestyle here. I I think the yeah. problem though is in New York, there's most of the time when it's cold, it's too cold for any of my cute coats or jackets. I have to just wear them yeah. Which is so cute, but it's like a different vibe. You know, it's like it doesn't always go with every outfit and it's just very, you know, like I'm a puffer jacket. It's, so it's kind of discouraging because I end up, I feel like I end up wearing my puffer jackets like literally 80% of the, the winter when I have all these lovely, you know, cute clothes. But you do have you know, nice puffers. Like I like your Nanushka one a lot. Yeah, I do love that one. But that one is not even warm enough for some of these days. I have to wear like heavy duty shit for some of these days. But it's a look. It's a look. 
Yeah, I, I guess it is. I mean, whatever. I just want to be fucking warm. It's exactly like when it's cold, you literally just want to be. Yeah, warm. and especially in a city like New York, where you walk so much and you're mm-hmm. you're outdoors a lot of the time when you leave your house. It's just you have to. You, you that's the sacrifice. You're, you're outdoors a lot of the times when you leave your house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that just made me laugh. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I I want to buy I want to buy shoes. I don't know. This is just turning into more complaining about like things that she wants. Know, guys, I feel like this whole podcast has been. Uh, just a conversation between me and Noor. Like this could definitely, I, I kind of forgot for a moment that we were recording a podcast. I was about to ask you to like repeat something you said earlier, but then I'm like, wait, yeah, <laughs> it's a podcast. Okay. So I'll, I feel like this is like a, a little like random fun tidbit. I used to listen to my podcasts when I would record them. Like I would listen back yeah. to them and it wasn't my favorite thing in the world. Cause like, you know, like listening to your old own voice, it's like, it's a fucking thing. Yeah. But then Maria and I were psychopaths. And after we recorded an episode together, I listened to it so many times. Actually, we listened to it together so many times. And like ever we since did. then, like, I can't, I can't. I, well, I listened, listened to it like, so many times. Cause we kept like in between, we would, uh, like we'd go somewhere or like we had to stop the podcast. So we would, then we would just restart it to like listen to yeah, it yeah. through. Um, but I'll never forget on our flight yeah. to Amsterdam, you and I fell asleep <laughs> listening to our own voices, yeah. like the true narcissistic bitches. It was okay. First of all, in our defense, it was like Nora's only fifth episode and my first ever podcast. So I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun. I was like, okay, like, let me like, listen. I was, it was exciting. Yeah. And now, yeah, you, Nora doesn't, says she doesn't even like to listen to them back all the way. So I can't No, I literally, I'll jot down notes as I'm recording. If I think the audio might've skipped or something, so I yeah. can go back and like fix it. Um, but you know, other than that, like I can't, I just yeah, can't listen to myself. That just burnt you out. So uh, it was after that episode. I did it too many times. I listened to it too many. It really is my favorite episode. Like that's the thing. Like I, like it, I really, I really enjoyed the one that we did with Nadia. Actually, I only listened to it yeah. once, but I, it's one that I, I feel like was hilarious. Um, I listened. I actually did listen to it because I had to edit out a few bits. Yeah. Um, because we were acting too crazy, but um. It is. It was a really funny episode. Like, actually, really. I funny. love the end. Like, listen to us now recapping another episode on this episode. I'm. I. I need to be stopped. If you want to listen to it, it's called "We Met on the Internet." I forget what episode number it was, but it's called "We Met yeah. on the Internet" because we all met each other on the, on the internet. internet. Thank God for the internet. I love the internet. God bless America. I, really I mean, there's people are always wanting to say that it's so you know toxic and negative, which it can definitely be, but mm-hmm. it can also be so positive and and great. So it's like everything. Like you just have to like figure out like what's a healthy yeah balance for you and like, and, like also like way to like perceive things and what you're consuming. Yeah, and to stop yourself when you feel you're you know doing something unhealthy. Oh my god! Yeah, I always find like, it interesting. I I I hear this a lot, and I I really tr- genuinely don't relate to it. But I hear people say like I don't follow certain people because it makes me feel bad about myself, or yeah. I I don't follow certain content because i will i heard someone say that they they sometimes absorb it as their like as if it's their own content they get like um like they they start to think that it's them in a way not them but they they confuse what's the like that's troubling maria no 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 like the person was talking about they they don't follow other people who do this the same um uh, career as them because they start oh. to absorb that person's work as their own. 
I see, no, I see, and then they end up like kind of like recreating it. Yeah, yeah. Which I get. Oh, to be honest, now that I we just wor- talked that through, that actually makes a lot of sense, and maybe I do the same. Like, here's the thing: is like nothing is original, and I feel no, like for sure. that sounds like such a fucking douchey thing for me to say, but it's just the truth. Like, nothing is actually original. Everything's already been done, so like, there's it's unavoidable to like kind of absorb. Yeah, and that's why I think it's so annoying when people are like. And so original. I'm like, you're not. Yeah, it's 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 kind of comical when people go on like rants about how you know people copy them or bite their style. Exactly. When, yeah. And when you could, I could literally go and tell, show them how they're copying and biting another person, and then another. Exactly. It's like a never-ending cycle. I mean, there's definitely blatant, you know. Yeah, there's blatant copying. Them, and that's but, just like you're lazy. But you're even just... then, it's like okay, but so what? It's a it. So what? You know what I mean? Unless it's like a that somebody's copying your intellectual property for a for job for like a monetary yes use. like yeah. obviously if someone completely rips off another person's campaign or artwork that's not you know but if it's just like oh she took a photo in the same spot that i took a photo in or yeah as the same or like she wore a brown oh, jacket yeah, with black pants. That there's plenty of people that you have been influenced by and that you reference in your photo it's just i don't know i try not to go there but also with like the not be wanting to follow certain people because it makes you feel bad. I think that if that is the case, like definitely, I mean, follow and, but I I think that it's also, it's, it's very possible to get yourself out of that mindset though, because it's just as simple as reminding yourself when you start to feel those feelings of whatever it is that you feel to be like, wait, why do I feel this way? There's no reason for me to feel this Mm -hmm. way. I am, I am me. I, I am complete, you know, just like, just reassuring yourself and bringing you back to like a normal place where you're not spiraling into comparing yourself or feeling bad about yourself because it's a natural human like emotion to sometimes feel jealousy or to compare compare yourself. Yeah. Like it's a natural human like reaction, but it's definitely something you can train yourself out of. And I I think that I've like kind of done that at this point. Yeah. And that's the thing. It comes down to like, I think, your mindset and like like the way you I guess your mindset like when you like go into it like even like okay so like in the digital creative space like sometimes I'll see people like working on a campaign and I'm like oh like I really love that brand but I'm not like oh my god like fuck them like why would like you know what I mean like I'm just like oh like I do and like I would like to work with that brand but like I'm not and I think if you have that moment of like oh like why not me it's so easy to like bring yourself back and be like, oh, but there's going to be other shit and it's fine. Exactly. And, like, like, what, and what like, happens, you know, when that camp- campaign comes out and whatever and you see it, that's a fleeting moment. It's not going to affect your life. It doesn't change what you're doing. Yeah. It's just, it's pure, like, just, you can really, it's in your head a lot of it. It's really. And then like also like the whole, like, I don't know. I just, I really don't like as far as like appearances and like mm-hmm. like I don't feel like I've ever really compared myself to like people on Instagram if that makes any sense like I don't know like I just I've never looked at a girl on Instagram and been like damn like I wish I looked like Wait, that really because, no because like what's the point I mean like I've definitely looked at girls on, on Instagram and been like damn she is gorgeous but maybe not I don't say damn, I wish I looked like her, I guess. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I can appreciate, like, oh, that girl looks But I think that when I was younger, I probably would have. I think I would have. I mean, I didn't have Instagram when I was, when I was, like, I had Instagram when I was 19 or 20, but. Yeah. I think, 
Yeah. And, and but also just like I don't want to say like oh there's something wrong with you if that's what you do but I do want to no, say no. it's impossible not to feel that way and it's like it's really freeing and that's what I'm saying like it's lovely it's, not it's, to it's about your mindset so like yeah you can like look at someone and be like oh she's really pretty but like wishing that you looked like her isn't going to actually change anything and like yeah I guess I just feel like why are you going to like focus and on it becomes something a habit. Just never going to happen you end up if that's what you start you allow yourself to do it becomes a habit and it it will consume you and you will continuously do it. But if you stop yourself, you could create a new habit where when you yeah. see that you don't think of it in a way of like, I wish I looked like that. You think it, yes. you look at it in a way of, wow, she's beautiful. And yeah. let me give her a keep compliment or like, let yeah. me just keep scrolling. And it's fine to get also inspiration. Like sometimes I do see, like if someone posts a bomb selfie and they look so gorgeous and I've been feeling like, you know, I haven't worn makeup in days and I look like shit. I'm like, maybe I'm going to today like put on makeup because I want to feel good about myself. A hundred percent. And not like to be, I don't want to, I'm not doing it to look like the person, but it just reminds you, oh, like I can also feel like. I'm and I think that's dad. really healthy. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I was, that literally this happened to me, like probably like a few weeks ago. Like I saw a girl wearing like a black wing liner and I was like, God, like I just feel like eyes look so nice when you wear yeah. a wing liner. Yeah. Like it just really like accentuates your eyes and it just like makes your face look so like, I don't know, like there's something about it. I'm like. I didn't want to do a wing liner, but it wasn't like, ooh, like, I want to be this girl. I was just like, oh, it's it's, it's nice when you do a wing liner yeah, every and now that's and then. Ju- that's like pure like inspiration, and it's it's a positive thing for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, that definitely happens to me with like, yeah, like a red lip or – Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, just so many – and that's – I think that's fully – like that's totally healthy and fine. It's when you get down about it when it could become a problem. And I think that, yeah, some people do need to fully unfollow to get out of that mindset. I just – I think that it's possible to not have to do that if you're able, if you can create new habits with the way you think when you, when you're, you know, absorbing this content. Yeah. And it's, I think that it's also like a lot to do with like, I was thinking about this, like the other day, I was like, I don't think that I'm like, I know everything in the world, but like, it's actually like crazy to me, like how much I've changed ever since I've turned 30. And it really just puts a lot of things into perspective for you. And I just really, I can't put my energy into things that I can't change. And like, and like, you realize that like, you just need to like relinquish like this idea of like, I control everything. You control nothing. And like, yeah. And you can't control what uh, how other people treat you and what other people do and i think that's the like something that people or that i not just people but i like really had to learn to let go of and you yeah. become so much happier when you and like just a lot you just become a health like mentally healthier when you let go of like trying to control yeah control situations and control people when that's not going to ever happen and like the only things that you actually do have control over is like your behavior, mm-hmm. your reactions, your the emotions, way you, the way like, you interpret yeah. things, the way you think. I think that's super important. I think you have to always realize that not everything is exactly what you you may be perceiving it as. Like mm-hmm. it is possible that you know, like, like yeah. Okay, so for example, if I like arrive late to a lunch with with a mm-hmm. friend, the friend could easily be like, "Oh, she was late. She doesn't really care about me. She's not a good friend." This, that, yeah. the other. But, and then they could do, go with that and that would make perfect sense in their head. Or they could think, you know what, maybe she was just late because she fucking couldn't find her keys on the way out or she, or the train that like, sometimes those things actually happen. It doesn't take away from the person like wanting to. And I think that when you 
you create a scenario that you're that you have no way of proving and then go based off of just that it's really not healthy and it's not productive it doesn't do anything for you it actually hurts you more because you because you're just like internalizing these weird things yeah and I think unless you know for a fact or it's a pattern or this that and the other don't assume the worst of people's intentions and also don't assume that people are going to treat you the way that you would treat them because they never will like yeah that's actually like I feel like a super important thing to keep in mind like you you still should treat people the way you want to be treated but don't expect them to always reciprocate because you're going to be disappointed but like on the note of like okay so when I was in New York I was supposed to actually record a podcast episode with this friend of mine and the night before she texted me she's like Noir I'm so sorry like something came up I can't record like I like she was super apologetic and I was just like whoa whoa like it's fine like it's okay like shit happens and she was like thank you so much for like understanding and just like the way she said it like made me feel like this isn't like I'm not doing like a special thing for you like shit shit happens sometimes and like I feel like people are like we need to be more understanding and like empathetic and like realize that like not everything is an evil like there's not always like some weird motive it's not a personal attack on you sometimes it has nothing to do with you and like also like even if it's not like oh like I lost my keys or I'm running late like people are going through shit all the fucking time whether you know about it or not and like you just as human beings, I feel like we we really expect a lot out of one another. But like, and that only hurts you, though. You know what I mean? When you, yeah. when you have those expectations, you're setting yourself up because you're romanticizing what you think, yeah, should happen and what you think this person should. But like at the end of the day, you don't know how they they not no no two people are like the exact same in the way they think mm-hmm. or perceive things. To them, they might not realize that they've been distant or they may not realize that Yeah, they may not know. And a lot of it is, it all comes down to communication. If you yeah. communicate your feelings or like what you're going through or, or, or anything like that, you can come out of it without, you know, creating these false scenarios in your head. I know I just see that happen a lot where like, Oh, yeah. you feel like someone's being weird towards you. So then you spiral and you start to like, think of all the reasons. And then, and I've done like, I'm not saying I've never done these types of things, but I just, okay. I'm learning to like, really not think too into things and take things for what they are. Or if I feel that like something's up or there's an issue with a friend or whoever, I will ask them, I'll be like, Hey, is everything cool? Or I'll, I'll just go on about things normally. And if I still feel like it's reoccurring, then, you know, I'll, I'll talk about it. Or like, I'll, I'll say, I feel like, you know, you might be this, that, and the other. And if you approach it in that way, instead of like just assuming the worst I don't know. I think it's just like better for your, your mental health. And like, and like something that I've noticed is that if a friend is being distant and just this is my personal experience, I would say nine times out of 10, it has nothing to do with me. And it has something to do with what they're going through, something that they're going through. And they're having thousand percent, yeah. a lot of trouble. Like I know that certain friends, like if they don't reach out to you or say something, it's not because they're like, Oh fuck more. I hate her. It's because there's something really bad happening in their life and they are just trying to like get through it. And like, they just can't handle any like extra, like, and I've been in that position before, like this summer, like, I don't know, like I have like, I I complained about on my podcast, but like I have like this weird string of just like bad things that kept happening back to back to back to back. And it just made me kind of like 
I don't know, like, I couldn't handle any extra responsibility, like, whatsoever. Like, I couldn't handle, like, being, like, I knew it was, like, I could talk to my friends, but, like, I know that, like, I just can't be the friend that I want to be right now. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, it, it, for some reason, made me feel, like, pressure, and I'm, like, I just can't deal with extra pressure. It was, it really has never happened to me before, and, like, I think that that also put things into perspective for me, like, because I experience it. And a lot of times, like once we experience something, it's easier for us to like comprehend it because whatever. Yeah. But like, cause we know, we- I feel like a lot of times if someone is like, if you think that they're mad at you, they're probably not mad at you. And they probably are just really yeah. going through some shit. And like, and I think if you are mad at yeah. someone, you should, I mean, if, and if you care about continuing the relationship. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Or even if you don't, I just think that it's best to just like be clear about the way you feel. Cause I've fallen into that where I was upset with somebody because I of because of like I, how I felt they were treating me, but I instead of like bringing it up or you know working through it, I kind of just like distanced myself from that person, and and that I just think is just it's not productive, you know what I mean? And it, and because I, I didn't fully want to cut this person out of my life, I just wanted them to like realize that they didn't have like this the same access to me as they. But the, there was no point in that because the person ended up being confused. They kept being like, hey, like, what's up? And I, I think that it was it was not beneficial for me to do that. And then eventually I did tell them what was up. And then we talked yeah. about it. And I just wish I had done it sooner. I'm like, why did I wait all these months and be annoyed at this person when I could have just, like, from the get-go, talk, sat them down, talked to them about it, got it out, you know what I mean, and just, like, being transparent. And it's such a relief. Like, it's literally – such a relief yeah and it's kind of like it obviously it it depends on the situation if someone like fucks you over like terribly and like they're probably gonna know why you fucking stop talking to them but if it's just like minor friend things it's like you can't just assume everyone knows exactly why you're hurt or sad and i think that was like that was a big lesson for me like and things not to do and maybe i mean i'm sure a lot of people experienced this earlier in life but i don't know i just never had had a moment like i haven't had a lot of like friend drama in my life and I, I still really have, nice. but it was just like the one time where I was just like, Ugh. I felt weird about a situation, but then I learned that no, like the way to go about it isn't to just like, like ghost them. And I feel like honestly, the reason why you probably don't have a lot of friend drama is because you really don't like, you don't take things personally. Like, I really you know don't. I, I mean? And I also, I think really, a lot of really it do. because of having sisters too. And exactly. I, yeah. Well, just, just know that, you, like, you get in fights with your sisters all the time and then everything goes back to normal. And so it's just like this mindset of like, not everything is so extreme and so final and so, so, you know, intense, like things are okay. It's fine. And you learn how that's to, what I'm saying. Yeah. You learn and how to I'm, kind of resolve like inner friendship relationships with your sisters I don't know and I feel like another like way like I don't know when I became like a fucking professional friend or whatever but like no I'm being serious you're a really great like, friend I, it's not even no, honestly Maria's is a great friend like and I think that the Maria's reason a why friend, but <laughs> we actually we were texting each other back and forth to like it was like we're both great friends um but I think that the reason why like especially like for Maria and I like the reason things always kind of work really nicely is because we're very honest with each other like even if it's not like even if it's a little uncomfortable like there isn't like this underlying weird like lingering like that's the thing that's what ruins so many friendships is when you you're not communicating and like things get awkward or like like weird or shady that's yeah it it, yeah because then no one can act normal to each other if there's like an issue and like you just talk about it in the moment or you like bring it up it's 
then it can literally be done so quick. But I think that also, like, the, the problem with that is it seems like so simple. Like, why can't you just be honest? But it's also a personality type thing because, like, you could tell me something and be honest and, like, I can digest it and I can accept it and same with you. But, like, some people get really defensive. And so that makes yeah. it difficult to be super some honest with like them. It's, like, very confrontational. But yes. Like, like life is confrontational. You have to kind of go through confrontation to be like a normal social person. If you yeah. don't go through confrontation, you're you're really at a disadvantage. I don't know. Like you have to. Otherwise, you're just avoiding shit and you're going to – it's shittier if you don't, honestly. No, it, and that's what I'm saying. Like I always joke that I like love confrontation, but I kind of do love confrontation because it really eliminates any miscommunication. Work, yeah. Yes. And it also just like – it just clears – the error and I I like that I prefer yeah. I like things to be very clear at least on my part like I if if someone is doing something that makes me uncomfortable as an adult I can say now like when I was there's been times in my life where people have done shit that's made me uncomfortable and I've stayed silent about it and it it made me like it was shit that I was like why did I not say anything yeah like what was I I, I was making I like I really could have just said something and then that would have stopped and everything would have been fine and like now I just really once you do it that's the thing it's so liberating the first time you fucking do it it's like now you can't stop because you know that it's such an easy thing for you to do and if the person gets weird about it then maybe that person doesn't value your friendship or your emotions I I I completely agree and but that's not to say like every minor inconvenience you're gonna confront your friend but oh no that's crazy yeah yeah no (laughs) at that point then you're just fucking an annoying friend but no no no, that's crazy (laughs) but yeah when it's something that actually like affects you and and you feel like it's something that you know how to communicate correctly that's another thing you can't just like bring up an issue but not actually bring up the issue like bring up something else because you're just being passive like passive aggression is my most thing in the world fucking hate it i hate it it. and when when, like people or i mean obviously i'm sure i've been passive aggressive many times in my life yeah yeah but when it it, like happens i just kind of want to like like i'm like okay wait no like what's going on like i I just like cut it end it right there unless it's i mean i guess it in in situations when it's someone you don't really care for, not that you don't care for it but like somebody that you're not like super invested in the relationship or friendship or whatever it is then it's like whatever like sometimes we'll just be like okay like you don't it's not and, worth and that's it the thing. yeah it's not worth it like it's yeah. just unless this person is like relevant to you like you can't just like meet someone once and be like you know when you said this thing to me um it really like just fucking yeah like someone you like, don't just... know that well and like they're being passive aggressive with you or someone you don't really care to like be that close with and they're being passive aggressive with you like i mean it's like whatever it's like okay fuck you <laughs> And I just, I really feel like we could all benefit from just like taking a step back and really not taking everything so personally. Absolutely. Because and, I feel like and it, it never has to do with me. Perspectives too, yeah. you know, and like really putting yourself in that other person's shoes and seeing maybe what, always thinking like what did, maybe what happened or what did I do or what is going on in this person's life that made them, that not made them, but, but might be affecting them to make them do yes. this thing. I don't know. Like the fact that um, I'm an asshole and um, I would read Instagram DMs and then I would put them on unread thinking that the person couldn't see that I saw them. Oh, nor. But, oh but you, but you can. We had this and conversation. maybe that's the reason why people are, don't like me as much anymore. We had this conversation <laughs> when Nora was here. I let her know that when you, um, like, so on Instagram, there's a feature in your DMs where you can click on un- <laughs> like unread, unread or whatever, unread. Yeah. That yeah. doesn't make it 
so that they don't. The person can still see that you saw the message. Yeah, they can see it. Yeah. I thought that if you put it on unread, the other person couldn't see that you fucking saw it. Like, I fully thought, like, if I put this on unread, they'll never know that I saw it. And a lot of times, I would put it on unread and then delete it. So that, like, I would never have to see it. And they would never think that I ever saw it. But they just saw that I saw it and then just never responded. Yeah, like, that's fucked. (laughs) And, like, literally, no, like, I... I haven't gotten over this since Maria told me this. Like, I actually I mean, think it, about it. I mean, it's really misleading on Instagram's part. It really I, is, honestly. I like, think the only reason know? I never did it was because I saw an article that said, oh, the new Instagram feature may not be what you think it is. And I'm like, what is it? <laughs> and then it told me before I ever did it. But I guarantee if I never read that article, I would have been doing it and still doing it to this day. And like, I mean, I get it what the purpose of it is. And I wish that there was a text version of this where I could put a text message on unread so I could remember remember to respond to it later. I I think um, that's what it is. But it's also like, it doesn't make any sense on Instagram because if, because they have the scene thing, you know, if the scene wasn't there, then yeah, it's great. But, but if you're going to keep it saying scene and you're not going to answer for like hours, like what's the fucking point? Put it on unread and then delete it well yeah no that was just because you did you want to read it but you never wanted to respond i just never wanted (laughs) i'm saying if it was actually used for what it was used for like it's still not a good solution because yeah it's still gonna say scene for them and people are gonna think that you're not responding yeah whatever you get what i'm saying (laughs) i get what you're saying but yeah i wish i will say as someone i feel like i've gotten so much better at texting now this is just me like flexing but like i realize that it gives me so much less anxiety Honestly, I really need to get to that level because I am not at that level yet. Like, I just, like, if I just respond to this text message right now, then I won't forget about it and then I won't feel bad about it. And then I just, I don't know, like, it's something clicked in my head, like, a few months ago. I was like, why don't I just try to respond to things, like, as soon as I, like, but, like, the thing is, is, like, I feel like we grew up in a time where, like, we weren't, like, used to constantly having yeah. to respond to things in real time. Yeah, for sure. Like, like, if I was on AIM when I was, like, 14, which, for those of you who don't know, is like, an online little chat thing. Yeah. Like, I controlled when I was there and when I wasn't. But, like, with texting, it's, like, this constant, any time of day, people can contact you. And, like, people get really offended when you don't respond. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's kind of sucks. I mean, because I For me, when, I, when, when that happens to me, if I, like, respond to someone's story or, like, DM someone and they see it and they don't respond – yeah, maybe it feels a little well. Okay, depending on what I said, but if like I ask a question, it depends. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're just like, yeah, like it's fine if they don't respond. I mean, but if like I'm conversating yeah. or something more than that, yeah. it does a little bit suck. But then I remember like, no, Maria, but you do this to people, and it, it's not because you don't like exactly. them. It's because like you're just not it, like when you opened it, you weren't ready to respond, or you don't know what to say yet, or you just you just don't have the capacity all the time to like, always be. On responding, you don't have the capacity. Yeah, so I really don't try not to. No one does personally, and you know maybe they don't like me, but at the same time, like that's not who cares if they don't like me. That's not in my business. (laughs) (laughs) Like if that's the the situation, like I'm not going to sit here and dwell dwell on it. It's not going to do anything for me. I mean, honestly, that's really I I would tattoo that on my fucking face. Like if you don't like me, that's none of my business. (laughs) really just truly great words to live by that's really just not my problem oh my goodness um i'm trying to think is there is there any other juicy topics that we want to talk about like how when uh how i love tiktok and how um i was showing maria my for you page and it was literally all just oh my god it was crazy guys okay so 
me and Noor, we dabble in TikTok, you know, because we're like hip with the times and we're not going to be left behind with all the rest of the boomers. We are. So. No, we're definitely So uh, when Noor was here, I was like, oh, like, let's like watch some TikToks together. Because <laughs> to be honest, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast before, but like watching TikToks before you sleep. Honestly, if you're not on TikTok, well, and not just that, like it's, watching it's, it before you sleep is very therapeutic. I think that it could help with your um because you know. it literally is something that is it, it. Okay, so if I'm trying to sleep and I, I have like a lot on my mind and I, my mind won't stop racing, get on TikTok. It takes your mind off of it, and it's not like so interesting. You're gonna fall asleep within you know whatever amount of minutes because it's not like a show. It's not a movie. And it's just quick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your your attention is like being reignited with each one, and you're not you don't have room to think about the things that you're you know stressed about. And then you fall you fall asleep so quick. It's great. I recommend sleep. And sometimes you're yeah, that happens. Your face. It happens. But and that's when you know you're about to fast sleep. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's this thing on TikTok where it like kind of curates like a page for you based off of the things that you watch and you like. So we're watching Maria's for you page. We're laughing. We're like, ha ah, like TikTok. We're so funny. And then I was like, ooh, let's look at my for you page. And I shit you not every video. Not one this video. This is not an over exaggeration. It was there was maybe two we went no, through like no, no. twenty TikToks. Only like maybe two out of twenty <laughs> didn't have cats in them. Like because okay, the way that TikTok works, it's like an, they have their own algorithm, so they know what you end up like looking at longer yeah. or like rewatching. Yeah. They know what you like. And then they make your for you page like, um, like based off of that. And Noor literally only likes cats. Okay, guys, cat videos are so funny. Like, I'm sorry, I like to laugh. I yeah, like to they are, but like, it's just too many. Honestly, more. too many. I couldn't. Do it. I know. Really, I really, honestly, like, took a step back and I realized I'm like, is this becoming a problem? Like, am I watching I'm addicted too to cat many TikToks? Cat videos? Cat like, Am I, like, in cat talks, like, do I just love cats in an unhealthy way? Like, am I becoming a furry? Um, Yeah, it was, it was so funny, man. And my, I mean, my for you page wasn't anything bad. Mine was just, like, a lot, there's a lot of cringe on mine, and there's a lot of Arabs and Muslims on mine, because I think I, like, like a couple. Yeah, you like Muslims or something? I liked a couple of Muslim people's, like, TikToks, and then, or, like, one, like, Arab TikTok, and then now it's, like, oh, you like Arabs, you like Muslims? Here's all of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. I really don't need this. I don't Literally. need this. Honestly, the, the Arab ones that I watch, and I watch it because it's so cringe. It's like Middle Eastern check, and it's like people zooming into like a prayer rug and like <laughs> zooming into like shisha and like zooming into fucking yeah. Atayef. And I'm like, okay, we get it. You're Arab. Like, no one cares. Yeah, I also I feel like TikTok is like its own world. Like even you just saying like Arab chats, like people yeah, like that's TikTok, like a that's a format it. of TikTok. Like there's like just... hot mom check, um, rich girl check. Like yeah, 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 honestly, yeah. all of those videos are some of the yeah. most cringe, but like so like fun to watch because you know the videos where the guys just like yeah, like, music the, and they're just, like the touching boys, their chin yeah. or their jaw. I actually don't know how to like be in a room and oh, not do that at some point now. <laughs> like I literally yeah, those just are doing it. Those, I like reason. I hate them and so much. It like really inside of me, like it just everything tightens. I'm so it's uncomfortable, but I love watching them because it's like fuck, it's so cringe and it almost kind of makes you feel better about yourself in a way. Like watching TikToks make you feel <laughs> like you are just a little bit 
It's like I would never open a video, like make a video where I was just like biting my lip and like winking at the camera and like scratching my nose. That is something I can confidently say I will never do and have never done. God, I pray. But then again, it's like people probably walk, look at me on Instagram and be like, look at her with her makeup and like fucking giving eyes to the camera. You know what? Yeah. You're right. You are better than me too. Let me have this moment though to be better than the TikTok boys. I can't say that I haven't been tempted to do an eye video. You're on that. And that's another thing about TikTok. There's there's these trends and they really go they go by real quick. It, it, it is dumb, but no, she can't let it go because she's a boomer. <laughs> I I tried to explain to someone recently. I don't know who was what "okay boomer" means, and like I feel like they thought I was not not okay. Like they're like, mm, like "this doesn't make like, any fucking sense because you're sources. not a boomer." And I'm like, but like also kind of a boomer, but like but you're actually yeah. literally not a boomer. And I'm yeah, because like, like a boomer, like literally t- technically, boomer. baby boomers are like they were born in the '40s, right? Like they're grand, they're grandparents. They're not even our parents. But I, I think our parents yeah. born literally not even. Wait, were your parents born in the fifties? Um, hold on. Actually, no. My parents were born in the forties. My my wow. mom was born in nineteen forty nine. My dad was born. When you say okay, boomer to them. It's actually oh accurate. I'm actually gonna text my mom right now and be like, okay, boomer. Right. And she's gonna like, stop talking to me. Consider that. <laughs> She would literally probably send me, like, a fucking meme back. My mom loves to text. She doesn't know how to create iMessage threads, though. So she texted me yesterday and was like, Moore, I need you to make a group chat that's called Mom and Her Crazy Daughters. (laughs) So I did, and I put all my sisters in it. And my mom thought she was so funny. Like, just like, ha, my crazy daughters. Like, fuck you guys, you're crazy. Uh, Yeah, she thought it was the funniest shit in the whole world. And I was like, Mom... You're 70. You're not funny. Okay, boomer. Like, oh, I have to see you. Hold on. Sorry. Um, but yeah. I see. What is that you just made? Are you okay? Alhamdulillah. That was adorable. Okay, dude. Okay, so did I not tell you? Okay. Side note. My building, like ever since I first moved in, like I would always hear like these like, these like DJ sounds from coming up above. And so like, yeah, I'm like, there's definitely like a, I've about. told you this before, like there's like a DJ or a producer that like lives in this fucking building, right? And then I literally, yeah. two days ago, was telling someone, yeah, I think that whoever that producer was moved out because I never hear that sound anymore. And then right the fuck now, it's, do you hear that? Can you hear that right now? It's I like bumping. It's like there's a club. Like- he came back. It's like he left for like. What if Diplo lives in your He was on he tour. tour. But yeah, it's kind of, I mean, it doesn't bother, bother, uh, bother me that much. I'm not like a super light sleeper and I'm also not very, I'm not easily annoyed by sound. Yeah, honestly, there's a lot of things that I feel like you could be annoyed by, but you're not. And I feel like that's a great I think personality trait to have. I was from living in the household that I grew up in. It not a good, like an Arab and Puerto Rican household with five kids like it's really hard for me to be annoyed by anything that's what i i'm telling you your upbringing really does help you like become a stronger person in life like constantly having my sisters yeah. like screaming about like, random yeah, like, things, screaming just puts things into perspective. the thing is now the, like, but maybe, i will say now that i live alone and i live in this apartment where like i feel like i can hear all my neighbors and they can hear me i have like adapted to like quieter 
daily sounds. Sometimes loud talking and like yelling and stuff does trigger me a little bit now, even though like that used to never fucking bother me. But it doesn't bother me enough to like say anything, but it's like, ooh, I'm like a little jarred. But I feel like I'm like this white woman or something that's like going to fucking complain to the landlord or something. So I try not to like get annoyed by it because like I used to hate those people who would be like, can you keep it down? But now I'm that person when it comes to like Uh, I can't, I can't believe you're that person now. Um, I'm not gonna lie though. I think yeah. living alone does that to you just generally because sometimes when I talk to my sister Minar, I do tell her. Like, I do that to Kaylee. So loud, like is there like, yeah, like is there like I'm sorry, why are you like, yelling? Are you trying to let everyone in Target know what we're talking about. Yeah, literally, why are you screaming at the top of your lungs? And then like, you know, I realize you do I'm also screaming at the top of my lungs. So. <laughs> You, so, you live in Florida, though. There's honestly, a lot of space. Like, I can't. Like, that's the thing. Like, I used to, I, I think it's just because I'm in my apartment. I just feel so, like, I feel so exposed. And I told you this before. Just because, like, literally the sound from the hallway is so, like, I can hear the steps. Even if someone's, like, tiptoeing, I can hear them outside of my door. So that means that they can hear everything inside here as well. And, like, so I just, like. I mean, that is creepy as shit. I don't know. I just want to have a sense of privacy. So I, I do try to sometimes, like, even if I hear someone coming up, I I will, like, if I'm talking to someone or, like, on the phone. Yes. Yeah, which is kind of, like, annoying that I do that. But I, I don't know. It's the only way that I can feel like I live in my own space and, like, nobody's in my business. But maybe I'm just paranoid. <laughs> but I When I walked into my apartment earlier, I... I wasn't even next to, like, I was downstairs. I wasn't even next to, like, the person's door, and I could hear the person down the hall talking on the phone. He was like, yeah, dude. And I was like, fuck, it was so clear. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a little upsetting. I can, my neighbor could be fucking that's, dying, that's and the I kind wouldn't of be able to hear her, honestly. Honestly. That's the kind of life I want to live for. Yeah, that's the kind of life I want to live No, but yeah, Florida, there's definitely space for, like, proper wall installations and space. I don't know. I mean, Domestic violence, you know, can happen peacefully without any interruptions from pesky neighbors. (laughs) Yeah, that's another thing. Like, my building was built in 1920, (laughs) so I doubt that he had insulation at the time. There's probably, like, asbestos and shit in my walls. (laughs) I don't, oh even know, I don't even know how that happens. Oh my god. I, I don't know how it happens either, but god, well, I don't I mean, know. It's in, it's inside the walls. We're not in the walls. We're in the house. Like, I mean, like, in the interior of the wall. The I mean, space. yeah, we're, we're not going to go into the interior of the wall, and I would I mean, highly recommend not doing that. <laughs> This is what our, our friendship is really based around us just making jokes yes. about not being able to fit into the wall. Um, but yeah, I I did have a friend though who had raccoons who lived in her apartment complex walls. <gasps> That's disgusting. That's the most redneck I've ever And you can hear them. It's honestly, it really made me yeah, sick that's, to my stomach. That's bad. That's real bad. I would have. Did she move out? She did, and also, um, oh no, we no well, you know, maybe she deserved the raccoons. Maybe the raccoons, maybe she is a raccoon. <laughs> what happens to me when I get on maybe, your podcast? When I literally, oh I God. just become also, crazy by the end of it. 
That's, I, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's it's approaching the end. We're becoming more ridiculous. We're talking about raccoons. I'm about to share a story about a possum. Like okay. this is a critter we're just into a critter bill. Coming um, from a girl from Alabama <laughs> and a girl from Florida. The segment is starting now. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> listen, here's the thing. When I try to do a southern accent, it's not good. But when I talk to a southern person, I start like being like, yeah, I don't know. Well, actually, I don't do it that intense. But I get like a little twang and it's 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 subconscious. It's subconscious, but like I, if I actively try to be southern, I sound so weird. Yeah, it's almost true. like a British person maybe, trying to be American. But I feel like it's maybe because Orlando's not, not extremely like redneck. No, it's definitely not. Like I definitely no, it's prefer it's a lot more southern accents growing up. Like I feel like I can do a pretty good one. No, you, can, you definitely can do a pretty good one. I just feel like. Um, the reason why I think my Southern accent actually, like, after a while got, like, more intense was because I used to visit my oh. sister in Kentucky for extended periods of time. Like, actually extended, yeah. like, I would take, like, all my, like, at one point, like, in college, like, I did three semesters just completely online so that I could go to Kentucky. Like, I don't know. I just, like, lived in Kentucky for, like, half of a year one time. I don't know. Um, and, is that where you yeah, found being in Kentucky really, um, oh, I just said Prada because I was looking at some Prada shoes. <laughs> Honestly, you know what I'm really happy about? I'm happy that I didn't buy those chunky fucking oh, yeah, Prada shoes. That. You know the ones I'm talking about, the derby shoes. I love them, but I wanted to buy them. But now every time I buy everyone does everyone have them. I want to find a, another much. pair that's like a similar aesthetic, but just a different. I mean, just because, like, yeah, it does feel like everyone has it. And I, I am getting sent a pair, um, and we'll time Ooh. will tell if they're if they're the right pair or not. Keep Keep an eye out. I might be wearing them soon. I never wear them. If I never wear them, you'll know that I hated them and they didn't work out for me. Oh, I've never heard of them. They're by a brand called M. Jemmy. M. Jemmy. It's like an Italian shoe brand. They email me like, hey, do you want some shoes? And then I can be a real fucking goth girl. On that note, Maria and I are both goths, but also we're going to wrap up because this episode is quite long and I'm starving. Oh god, I, I hate you know, myself for making that accent, but you know it's fine. It's I'm fine. honestly so fucking hungry. I'm so hungry. I'm mm. honestly gonna go make myself something to eat immediately after this yeah, because I'm, I'm dying. Let's go to brunch, soon. and I haven't eaten anything all day. Hi, loser. We love that for you. We love a brunch queen. <laughs> Bye, loser. <laughs> um, where if you guys don't you follow, follow me online, where can people follow, follow you? On the Instagram. On the Instagram. Um, yeah, I don't know that's what that me. Was. And okay. thank you guys for tuning in to our little okay. conversation. Um, yeah. And then if you want to follow me, you can follow me at Nori or Arab American Psycho on Instagram. You'll see a very pretty picture of Maria's face there. If you don't know what she looks like, um, you'll find a picture of her face there. Um, but yeah, this was really fun. And thanks, Maria, for buying Dude, headphones. I would so do that, that for any day. <laughs> Honestly, she literally went out into the fucking cold in New York. I did, and dude, I did. And and you know, I, I appreciate you recognizing what a great person. Of course, no, because I honestly don't know if I would do that. But 